The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, except they make life better. So that means a lot. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, not soon enough. Come on. Come on. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use, but probably won't if we tend to be more of the listener type and not the doer type. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? If we don't get enough money in, we won't. That's pretty simple. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of the up and downs in relationship, in finances, in struggles, in moments where you're going to the Lord and you're saying, what, what? And you're trying to figure it out. We want to talk about that part of it. It's so good on Sundays and Wednesday nights or on the nights where you have your fellowship group because there's reinforcement and there's strength. And there's all of those things that the Lord gives and puts into our lives, which gives us kind of a brightness and a, and a strengthening of our faith. But there's those other times where every once in a while you just need somebody to come along and pat you on the back and go, that's okay. We're going to get through this together. Bottom line, we operate in Hebrews 3.13 and Hebrews 10.25. 3.13, we're supposed to encourage one another daily. Hebrews 10.25, as we see the day approaching, that is our approach to the entire process. We say that we're not your church. We are a fellowship. We want you to be connected to us. And the reason I say that sometimes is because I'm not your pastor. I'm your brother. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not an annoying brother. I could be the one that pulls pranks. Bye. No. Or I could be the one that, that does, you know, uh, really wonderful things. Yeah, not so much. Or just your brother, because we are relatives based on the blood of Jesus Christ. We have the same Heavenly Father. We drink of the same Holy Spirit, and we are together. And so we're not looking to figure out whose denominational background is best. We're looking to honor and glorify Jesus Christ. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question— we don't want you to let it die of loneliness. If you have a praise report or a prayer request, we want you to reach out to us. Just call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You like how I say 445? 445. 
It seems kind of weird, doesn't it? The 972. I can't find that button on the telephone. Yeah. Where's the button? Okay. Anyway, you call 972-445-0770, and then Captain Chris will answer the phone. And when that happens, well, you know, you will be... Now, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. Yes, this is a live show. This is a live show. We are live. Okay? It's not Saturday Night Live because it's not Saturday night. Okay? Does that that help? Okay. Now, if it's a bad show, it could be a boring live show. That could happen. Anyhow, you can text us, 214-210-8483. Plus, also, you can send us an email, david at he must increase. Dot org, David at he must increase dot org, which leads us to the website, which we encourage you to check out on the website. You can you can put down a prayer request. We'll keep it confidential or share it with everybody. Up to you. A praise report. We'll keep it confidential or share it with everybody. Up to you. You can get one of the apps. Spoonanity is the one that I would pick. It's right there on the website. Just kind of go through the different pages. You'll find it. It's pretty easy. Plus, there's a search button there, so that's not bad. And we also ask you to invest. So what kind of investment are we talking about, Dave? What kind of return? I guarantee you one thing. If you invest in the kingdom of God, the return will be eternal. <laughs> That's the only thing I can guarantee you because I trust the Lord for his truth. Uh, we ask you to invest, to participate, and to help us support the ministry. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook. He must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, let me give you the update. I got to give you an update on me. (laughs) Uh, Good news and decent news and then uh, sad news. Well, not sad news, tough news. All right, here's the good news. Good news, I am not wearing a brace. Praise the Lord. Uh, Decent news, they said I can get by with just a knee sleeve. Now, I already have like a... Not I have like five of these, really. And so I've had to order one because they want me to have one that doesn't have a hole in the kneecap because they don't want the hole through the kneecap part, you know, getting bigger and bigger and creating kind of like a, you know, a inflammation kind of thing. So, so I had to order one. It's only $21 for two of them. That's not bad. I can deal with that. It'll be here tonight. I'm happy about that. But praise the Lord, I'm out of a brace. Here's the tougher news. I've gained 23 pounds since I've been out. And uh, now don't start sending me diet stuff. The first part of my diet after the beginning of the year will be put that down, Dave. Put put that down. Put that Whataburger down, Dave. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Anyhow, uh, that's what's going on there. So I want to let you know great news on the knee. It's actually been exactly 70 days from my second surgery to this point where I don't have anything that's uh, specifically uh, aiding me like a brace or crutches or something like that. So I'm pretty happy about that. Okay? All right. Uh, in the later segment, we're going to be praying for everybody in the audience about letting things go because some people are hanging on to things way too long. And then uh, right now, though, I want to talk to you a little bit about something else. I want to talk to you about my namesake, King David. <laughs> no, see, that's not true. I want that to be true, but they didn't name me for that. So it's just, I'm just saying. They named me for David because that was one of their traditions and Jewish customs, and that was the next name up. <laughs> so, 
I mean, it could have been anything else, but it was David. Anyhow, I want to talk to you about what we consider uh, his ultimate failure, his permanent disqualifier for ministry. Ooh, ooh, the way that we think. Here we go. Uh, God was granting David terrific victories. 1 Samuel 18, 14 says, In everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. For all the things that you pray, that would be the most important, that the Lord is with you, period. Because if the Lord is with you, yeah, that's it. It doesn't matter. You're good, okay? David increased in his power. 2 Samuel 5, 9 through 10, then David took up residency in the fortress, and it was called the city of David. He built up the areas around it from the terraces inward. He became more and more powerful, right? This guy's increasing in power. He's doing really good. But then what happens, as it happens too often, we quickly get full of ourselves, and David got controlly. That's a new word. We're using it as a verb. <laughs> controlly. In 2 Samuel 11, with Beersheba, Uriah the Hittite's wife, David committed a truckload of sins. Here are a few enumerated ones. He should have been about the king's business. He lusted after another man's wife. He was involved, he involved other people in his folly. He forced, there was a forceful sexual encounter. Now, before you say anything about that, he was the king who called Bathsheba. She, she didn't have a real chance to say no. Okay, I don't think you, you got to understand how that goes. He committed adultery. You deception and asking probing questions, tried to manipulate Uriah into inappropriate actions, got Uriah drunk, ordered his assassination, and then lied about it. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the top 10 in that situation. God confronts and judges David, 2 Samuel 12, 5 through 7. David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, Are you surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for the lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. And Nathan said to David, You are the man. I do like the King James in this because it's much better. Thou art the man. Ooh. And so David, doing great in the Lord. You're going to tell me he wasn't a believer in the Lord? Total believer in the Lord. He already slayed Goliath. He was already king. He was doing fantastic. He was growing in power. God was with him in everything. And then he got controlly. Was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And one folly led into another folly. And one barrage of sin led into another barrage of sin. And it became a mess. And so finally, God sends a prophet to him and says, you know what? Not good. Now, this is the point right here where we all understand what happens. The difference between Saul and the difference between David. Saul was like, well, I was just doing what I was supposed to do. You told me to do it. Hey, hey, wasn't that right? And it's like, no. But when Nathan confronted David, David said to Nathan in 2 Samuel 12, verse 13, I have sinned against the Lord. He owned it. Yeah. Man, what was I thinking? You were thinking dumb. That's what you were thinking. And in this utter failure, most of us would say disqualified, disqualified, remove, remove, beep. This is a message. But God has 
another design for people that he doesn't really ask people's permission for. When we get back, we'll look at that. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from Elko. And Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? What? I am doing great. One, the, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there okay. is. Okay, fire away. Um, first of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all, I am not putting God first and... I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay. Let me pray with you, okay? Okay, thank All right, let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening, and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family, and we just pray that your mercy would prevail, and we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That play that we just did, that Phil, that's really good because the timing for that is exactly what I was just talking about and what I'm about to talk about. So I'm really just uh, encouraged by that. Oh, the other thing I did mention to you, but maybe not great length, we do have additional fills coming in when Jennifer gets back. She's going to have a whole bunch to more to choose from, and so there'll be some new stuff. You know, it's, you got to rotate them in and out. You know, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. In the meantime, here comes your first Bible trivia question. Which of Jesus' 12 disciples was Peter's brother? Which of the 12 disciples was Peter's brother? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Additionally, we do want to make sure we do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. N is never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Ever. No matter what the world says. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are conscious of other people, not just yourself, and aware that God may want to use you to be a vehicle of blessing to those people. Right? That's kind of cool. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. hate to do that on the air, but that happens. Uh, bottom line, the trivia question is straightforward. Uh, which of Jesus' 12 disciples was Peter's brother? Was Peter's brother. I do want to say that part of my uh, weight problem is a little bit of Al's fault. <laughs> Can I do that? Well, because he keeps mentioning Whataburger. You know, does does he get any blame there? Do I get to share that with him? No? I'll give him 1%. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm believing Al. Al, it's your fault. You and Waterbury. He said that the other day. He sent me a text. It's been in my mind ever since, which means at some point there's only one way to take care of that. With a Whataburger. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I get whatever I want to at the beginning of the year. Leave me alone. Uh, all right. So we did that. We did that. The uh, trivia is in there. Let's go into the next portion of the teaching. Eric got it. It's all Al's fault. <laughs> That's right. It's like the garden all over again. She did it. <laughs> the Lord says, <clears throat> Eve. She's like, the snake did it. Right? <laughs> Just going down the line, right? So, go ahead, <laughs> Captain Chris, losing it over there in the in the area. All right, all right. So here's the thing to remember about King David, right? Guy loves the Lord. How do you know he loves the Lord? Because if you read the Psalms, it's like I wish I could write one line of all that he wrote. It was just brilliant stuff, right? It was just like. You know, he loves the Lord. He pants after the Lord. He's sorry about this. He talks about being, you know, when he's when he's sinning, if he, he talks about his strength being sapped. But one thing David did that was good, and we've mentioned it prior, we'll mention it again, is he owned it. Whenever he did something wrong, I was like, gosh, I did that wrong. I shouldn't have done that. It's easier if you do that than to try and make an entire mountain out of the baloney that's, that you're going to try and justify with. It's not worth it. 
right? So while on one hand, we just looked at the permanent disqualifier that from our mindset uh, and our way of thinking, and certainly the church's way of thinking, that would be a permanent disqualifier in the mind of men. Uh, David's quick acknowledgement changed the scenario, and instead of God putting him to the side, he became a permanent qualifier in God's way of thinking through God's redemption. So out of David's utter failure, God brought something good. And it's not just the simplicity of Romans 8.28. I want you to get the you know, this is a, a, a process of life. This is, you know, d- planning and plotting, and it's not just a moment. It's not just a situation. This is a big deal. In fact, in this situation, as you know, this woman's going to become a part of his life for the rest of his life. And so this is not a little thing or something to be pushed to the side. And as only God can do, God brings good out of bad, and he also brings hope out of hopeless. He brings light out of darkness and life from death. Only God can do that. See, you have to think about the things that take place. When the children of Israel were in the desert and uh, and the Lord decided he was going to you know, give them water, he could have just opened up the ground and shot a spring straight forward. But he told Moses to go to a rock and hit the rock or speak to the rock first and then uh, you speak to the rock, and then water would come out of the rock. Hence the saying, can water come out of a rock? Only in God's economy can that happen. Right? And the, the whole point in that is that God does things like that just so that you can go, whoa, I ain't in charge. And that's the big part of this is understanding who's in charge, who who is really who you should really be living for. And when our old nature, our sinful nature, gets the best of us and we travel into that old territory, do stupid things, it's not the end of everything. It's not the end of anything if we bring it before the Lord and lay it down. So like I said, as only the Lord can do, I want to repeat it because some of you need to hear this, God brings good out of bad. He brings hope out of the hopeless. He brings light out of darkness and life from death. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24, it says, David comforted his wife Bathsheba, and he went to her and made love to her. She gave birth to a son, and they named him Solomon, and the Lord loved him. Now, it's true that later on in Solomon's life, he, he like me, he probably blew a cookie or a, a you know, bolt felt out of his, it fell out of his head and he lost his mind. And then, then you get that out of Ecclesiastes a little bit more. You start to understand, what happened to that guy? I get that. But in the beginning, like a rock star, Solomon started off strong. And what I want you to see is before we go down the, you know, where he went from there, David did something terrible. He owned it, he humbled himself before the Lord, and God took from that terrible and brought something terrific. And that's what we tend to forget about God. We tend to forget that he does that. He's the miracle worker. The Solomon, when Solomon came forward, he was a great son. When he dedicated the temple, he, it was powerful. There's, but there's chapters on it in the scripture about how good he was doing. And this is something that you and I, 
should be more in tune with as we're going through this year. We, we remember we're supposed to be doing if God be for us, who can be against us? Remember that part? Yeah, that's still in the book. They made some revisions to the NIV in uh, 2020. Some of the revisions are okay. Some are, they didn't take that part out. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. My point in that is there's some things that don't get out. You know what I'm saying? And then, then, then in Romans 8, 37, knowing all these things were more than conquerors through him who loved us. You mean even through our failures, we can find ways to be conquerors? Yes. Yes, that's the answer. Yes. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. People try and attach it to this, that, whatever. Look, it ain't that hard. He's always leading us into victory through Jesus. Got it. And now you go back to a, a, a supporting scripture like, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Well, you're called according to his purpose. Well, why would you say that? Why else would you be listening to Christian radio at 1.55 on a Wednesday, you know, December 29th, 2021? Because you've got nothing better to do? Well, that may be true. But what I am trying to say is, of course you are. You have a passion for the Lord. You're hungry. You want to do it right. You want to honor him. And so he will take that. Is that I don't know if that's a. Is that a Yiddish word or bluch? He'll take the bluch and make it wowzer. That's what you want. That's what we all want. We want to be before the Lord. And when we make a mistake, we need his grace and mercy to make our dumbness not as dumb and to pull something out of it that we can all go, wow. I've done a lot of dumb things and have this suspicion that I will do many more. <laughs> but I'm counting on not just the faithfulness, but the kindness of God to help me. I, I, I can't, I just can't do it any other way. I don't know any other way to do it. I, I know. I watch some of the teachers and some of the preachers, and you're just sitting there and you're like, wow, they, they must have a perfect home. No, they don't. Wow, everything they say must be Bible gold. No, it isn't. It's just like, but that's how we tend to exalt people, right? Hey, there's only one. His name is Jesus. Okay, works for me. All right, on the trivia, I got to answer the trivia. Do you think I was going to forget that? Did, no, no, really, did you think I was going to forget that? Were you kind of 50-50? I mean... I was waiting for it to happen. <laughs> you saved me yesterday, so that worked out pretty good. Uh, which of Jesus' 12 disciples was Peter's brother? And the answer is Andrew. Not uh, it's Andrew. Remember, it's Peter, James, and John. James and John were brothers, but Peter and Andrew were also brothers. I always felt bad for Andrew. <laughs> kind of like... Uh, out of the four musketeers, he was the one that maybe forgot to get on the horse or something. That always seemed a little bit behind to me. Anyhow, we'll take our break and come back and wait to see what we got coming up for this hour. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am. What is the David Spoon Experience? Today is Have a Bad Day Day. 
I don't I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like, and then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to touch that. Not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. This is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that, that's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate that cartoon? Horrible. I liked it. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through Natasha yeah, and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes. with the, the, It was so <laughs> funny. I mean, it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, and that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor Wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels, the wheels on the bus go round and round.